In this episode, we investigate spiritual leader Teal Swan. We take a look at her very dangerous behavior, show you some stories she tells, facts about her, and let you form your opinion on just who this person really is. Hi, I'm Heather Wood, and I'm an intuition and ego expert. And I'm Jamie Hayhurst, and I'm an energy healer. We're both passionate about smashing the patriarchy, integrity in the spiritual world, and social justice. This is the Intuitive Girl's Guide. Hey, Jay. We're going to talk about a very controversial person today. We we are. (laughs) But before we do that... At the time of recording this, it's the end of Mercury Retrograde. Yes. And it's kicking our ass. A little bit this morning, yeah. I would like everyone to picture us right now. We just spent an hour trying to get both of our mics to work. They weren't cooperating. We had to call in my husband. Yep. And we're currently sharing a mic. We are. are, Our faces are very close together. It's very intimate. (laughs) I'm still closer than you, so I think you're going to have to get closer. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so if we sound not as perfect as before, just we're still getting used to this stuff, guys. So, and Mercury retrograde is being mean to us. Yeah. Or we could just like let someone pick us up and, you know, sponsor us and put us in a studio. Yeah. Because we're, we're really good at podcasting. It's like the technicalities it's, and the logistics. Yes. It's like the, the, what to plug in and how to get the devices to work that we're not as skilled at. Yeah, we're not like audio guys. Yeah, so if there are any listening, could you call <laughs> Please help. Okay, let's shift gears, try to talk close to, together into this one mic. Yeah. About Teal Swan. I can't. <laughs> you have to. I know we job. have to, but it's like I have so much agita about it. It's so much. So... I think the funny thing about this... Well, there's a lot of funny things about this. There's, there's a lot, lot of horf- horrific disturbing things. things. But the funny thing about this is that you're going to get two very different sort of feels because I have known about Teal Swan for a while. You are new to Teal Swan. I have... I think I've seen very short clips of her, mm-hmm. but nothing that ever stuck out to me. And But then our listeners... When this show came out, mm-hmm. it's called The Deep End. Yep. When that came out, people started messaging us like, please tell me that you're going to do an episode on this. Yep. So here we are. So you can blame them, not me. <laughs> right. But that all, all that is to say, I have no experience with her or knowledge of her okay. until so, recently. So you know, if you've never heard of her before, Ooh. she's a very controversial spiritual leader slash cult leader. No, she's a cult leader. <laughs> I agree. Uh, <laughs> okay. And can, should we? I also would like to say that if you're a listener of this podcast, you know that I have sort of like an internal system that runs mm-hmm. like ethics and morals. And like I'm constantly checking to make sure that we're being fair and not hurting people's feelings. Yep. And I went into learning about her, like watching the series, yep. feeling like I was trying to be very partial, very neutral wanted to see all sides and that like very quickly went out the window like that's over like (laughs) it's done like it would be a disservice Mm -hmm. 
if we were to like be playing neutral here, it would be dangerous. 100% agree. And we have had plenty of people come for us for plenty of different reasons. Correct. We're about to have one like we've never seen before when this episode airs. And I don't care. Like that's how strongly I feel about it. This isn't like, this isn't like an opinion. This isn't like, oh, you feel this way about something. I feel this way. This is like, this is wildly catastrophically dangerous. Exactly right. So if you are a Teal Swan fan, they have a weird name. I I don't know. Teal Tribe? This, reach out to us for help. Like, like you need help. help. Yes, but I want you to listen to this in a way that these are, we're, we, I think we've started to get a reputation for calling people out. Yes. Okay. We are not looking to be a part of cancel culture. I'm not really a no. fan of cancel culture, to be honest. I think no. calling people out on their shit and, and having people do better, I'm a big fan of. I mean, I like consequences. Consequences, big fan of. But the whole idea of like someone's messing up so they're canceled forever right. is doesn't make any sense. Correct. We need to like help them be better. Right. There needs to be space for them to learn and make an improvement. Right. But th- we've crossed the line into like Doreen Virtue, Grab a Voy, Code era. Like this is this is that territory. Yes. And the, the thing that I want everyone to understand is that we're not going to do a whole episode calling someone out unless we think it's 110% warranted. And you know that Heather has researched like... Yeah. This isn't just us watching a documentary. Well, and I was then say, I made you research too. Well, that, right, exactly. <laughs> but like, it's not just watching a documentary and then like regurgitating it. No. It's not that. No, no, no. That's only just part of what we do for research. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this, I, I just want you to just listen. You can disagree at the end, but don't do the thing that a lot of people do, Doreen Virtue people, Grab Avoid people, where they don't even listen. Right. They just see that we're not on the side of the person. Right. And they're attacking. You have to be able to hear criticism of the people that you follow, like, listen to, learn from. And it should never be something where you can't question that person. Well, I was just going to say, if you can't question or you can't disagree, then that's a huge red flag just from the jump. Exactly. So I would love it if you just listened and considered it. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Sort of. (laughs) Okay. I have a stomach ache. I know. All right. She's really scary, guys. Mm -hmm. So Teal Swan was born Mary Teal Bosworth, June 16th, 1984. Mm -hmm. So that makes her one year younger than me. She's in our age bracket. Yeah, she definitely is. Yep. Okay. I feel really extra spicy about Teal Swan because she uses a lot of the techniques that I like and use Mm. irresponsibly to hurt people and to better herself. And it like, it's that thing that like really misrepresents what something is. And if, if Teal Swan or someone like, like the Nexium, if those were your first introductions to like doing limiting belief or shadow work or stuff like that, yeah, then you're gonna think it's so sketchy and bad. Well, exactly. And and I think that again, if you listen to this podcast, you are hearing us constantly talking about, you know, responsibility mm-hmm. for people in this intuitive wellness culture that we have to be responsible that we have to behave with integrity, right? Mm-hmm. She's like the stuff of nightmares. 
for that. Like she's everything that we worry about. She's everything that we try to protect people from. Yep. Like come to life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. This is a person who is double dangerous to me because Mm. she does have gifts in my opinion. I agree. I agree with you. She is an incredibly intuitive person who knows a lot about stuff like limiting belief work and shadow work and some of what she says is right. Yeah, I mean, I it would almost be easier if you could just say, oh, she's a fake, she's a charlatan. But, like, I do think that she's intuitive. I do think she's tapping in. That's why she scares me. Exactly. She's not pretending. Right. She's not scamming people that way. She's just using her gifts to manipulate people and to better herself. Right. Not to help people. Exactly. I don't know if it started that way or not, but that's where it is. Well, she'd have, I'm sure you'll get there, but she'd have very traumatizing childhood. Supposedly. Oh no, don't do it. Don't <laughs> we'll get see. to that. We'll well, and this is another one of those episodes where you don't let me research. No, there's, there's certain things where I'll, I'll say like, did you, do you know anything about this? And I just very vaguely say something and you then have to sit there and be like, what the heck? All I said to you was sewing. Right. You don't, you still, and then know. you, and then you say like, don't, don't look don't into look, this. Cause I literally want you to react. There is no fake reactions on this podcast. No. This isn't the second take of anything. We haven't clearly rehearsed. <laughs> we haven't rehearsed what we're like. We both know where we're going in the feel of the episode. Right. There's a ton of work put into that. I'm not saying that. No. I'm just saying your your reactions to what I say are always genuine. Yeah. No. This is legit. Jamie doesn't know what I'm going to tell her. I'm, ter- I'm already, terrified. She's already disturbed. I am. I'm, yeah. I'm disturbed just from what I've seen of that show and some like small clips on the internet. Like I, I'm terrified. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to get worse. Great. But I would like to say right here so that the teal swan followers who come after us, I'm not denying that she's gifted. No, I'm not either. What I'm challenging is I think that she has some real issues. Total narcissist behavior. And when... And- like I always like to clarify, when we call someone a narcissist, we mean someone has like a narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah. Not, not just like, oh, she's so into herself. Exactly. No, like she has like a, she has a personality disorder. We don't throw around that term. No. Casually. Never. I'm using it heavy headed. I'm not a therapist. I no. I have a degree in psychology. Right. But what I can observe in this human being is that every single thing she says is about herself. Yes. Grandiose every- narcissistic personality disorder. Absolutely. Okay. There is a documentary about her. There's actually several. I found a few. Mm-hmm. The one that Jamie and I watched, it's like a docu-series. So at the time of recording, there were two episodes out and we watched both those two. Yeah, one was just released at like 3 a.m. this morning. We have not watched it. I considered it, actually. Of course you did. But I didn't. Okay. That's how much Jamie loves you. Okay. The Deep End is the name of the one. You can watch it on Mm -hmm. Hulu, Freeform. I also think that you can just Google it, and I think there's a way to just watch it on your computer. That's how I watched like the first half of the first one. Okay. And then I stole your Hulu once you were done to watch the rest. Yeah, don't tell Hulu that. Okay. It's true. Well, if Hulu's listening, (laughs) they can sponsor us. (laughs) And then I'll get my own. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I encourage everyone to take a look at that. This 
series was made, it reminds me of The Vow, yes. which was about the Nexium. So yes. see our episodes on cults if you want to hear about that one. I highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. It was, well, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. I was going to say, there's a lot of crossover. Her yeah. and Keith Raniere took a page out of the same book. Mm-hmm. Teal hasn't gotten to Keith Raniere level yet, but she will if we don't stop her. No, I mean, she likened herself to the Pope in the yeah. first episode. Yeah. No, she said she wanted to be bigger than bigger the Pope. than the Pope. She didn't right. just like it. Herself. Yes, she wanted to be bigger than the Pope. I mean, yes. it, it's red flags galore. They're just galore. flying galore. Okay, so the, she went into this thinking that someone was just going to document her. Like she doesn't know that it's going to turn bad against her. Is my point. Right. Same as the vow. Which, Correct. The thing that is the downfall of a lot of these cult leader narcissistic sketchy people mm-hmm. is their need to constantly be recorded and in the spotlight in the spotlight and right. feel important right and this is what's happening here and there's a podcast also called the gateway podcast okay where the the person who like started investigating teal who went in open like actually liked her videos and right. then exposed her basically Ooh. that person has a podcast which is what is connected to this okay okay he went in thinking, let me just see what she's about and if she's legit and she's good. I just really want to see. And then did this podcast to be like, she's fucking dangerous. Wow. So I want everyone to know that you're watching something and it seems like it's made by Teal because she's in on Oh, it. she's fully on board. Yes. But yeah. she doesn't know. Like this isn't set up or explained. And I feel like yes. that's a downfall of the series yes. is what I'm saying is like, you're like, why am I seeing this? Yes. It's because she thinks this is going to be promotional. She thinks this is going to help make her bigger than the Pope. Which is then interesting as a viewer Mm -hmm. because you're watching it sort of unravel and you're getting like into the real sort of depths of the depravity of the situation. But then you can also see her talking to the camera like she thinks she's God. She literally believes this. She has a God complex. Yes. A lot of people in the spiritual self-help industry do. Yep. It's really scary to me to see. Yeah, absolutely. You can see this when people tell you that they are the one person that has all the answers. Yes. That they are more intuitive or more tuned in or more connected than anyone else. Right. You can see that in the first episode when someone asks who her mentor is and she she loses it. She's so defensive and in front of a crowd, she like rips this guy apart. She gets really triggered twice by this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, but she basically puts him in his place, which is like a cult tactic that you put someone in their place in front of other people. Mm -hmm. So they're then afraid to question you again. Yes. So the situation that Jamie's describing is that Teal does, um, retreats. Right. So there's like a small, what would you say, 10 or 12 people maybe? Yeah, maybe 20 tops. Together, they're all in a house and they're doing like a two-week or 10-day retreat with Teal and her crew. It's every stereotype of what you would picture like a white American. Well, I would like you to know, this is like a side note, what she's still doing these, but she's now doing them in Costa Rica. Oh. Aye, aye, aye. Which again is just part of that stereotype, right? It, it's so bad, Heather. I it, seriously. Okay. So, anyways, oh. in this in this episode, this man is like telling her 
what I think was probably going on around the room are like, tell me something you feel resistance to. That mm-hmm. looked like what the setup yes, was. Okay. Right. And he says, I have resistance to the fact that like you don't have any mentors. Right. And what he was doing was, I think, trying to honestly tell her where he had resistance to getting her messages. Exactly. And instead of walking him through that, which mm-hmm. would have, I know the tactic to use when somebody says that, it would have been real easy. Yes. She gets really defensive. Yes. And compares herself to the Dalai Lama. Yes. And says, would you not listen to the Dalai Lama because he doesn't have a mentor? Like gets, it becomes about her. She stops doing the thing you're supposed to do when you're doing this work, which is take your own self out of it. She's centered in everything. everything. And also agreed. She's, that's a really good point. She is centered. Everything's about her. Mm-hmm. But she's also really mean. Yes. Like it's not... She's not nice. Like she has, I mean, you don't even have to consider yourself as intuitive to watch her. Mm-hmm. She's mean. The look in her face, the look in her eyes, mm-hmm. it's, it's scary. It's very scary. Yeah. And, but I could see how someone would fall victim to that because they wouldn't know how to say no. And a lot of people like Teal for the reason that she's not doing that like breathy voice, toxic positivity, everything's going right. to be a great thing. Yeah. She appeals to a lot of people for that. Right. But she goes way too far with it. Yeah. There is no consideration of anyone's feelings around her. And these are people who have some real issues they're working through. Yeah. She also calls them lost toys. And I really hate that. <sighs> I hate it too. Okay, so I remember her in her early Hay House days, which you don't you don't remember her from now, but I remember her back in the day when she was doing Hay House meditations and she wrote a couple of books. Is this like, we're talking five years, 10 years? We're talking like early 2000s. Oh, okay. Okay, so like 2005, okay. 2007, okay. in this range. Okay. Okay. So I heard a meditation that she did mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, she's interesting. It was about shadow work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I looked into her. Okay. And I watched a YouTube video. And as soon as I watched it, I got just the only way I can describe it is like the ick. Yes. Yes. I know the ick. Okay. <laughs> so if you haven't seen one of her videos, please look it up. I don't want to give her more watches, but like it's no. worth so you understand what we're saying. The reason I got the ick is because she stares she does. into the camera yes. without blinking. Correct. <laughs> and uses this strange voice. Mm-hmm. I actually think is her voice, but mm-hmm. she makes it very monotone. I think she's monotone a lot. Yes. And if you know anything about manipulating people, mm-hmm. that's a technique. I call that the dead voice. Yes. And the stare. Right. Right? Where you it's like a like a, I'm trying to have power over it's like a dominating sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. And so what you'll see when you listen to people who do like Teal is they'll be like, it's like her eyes were boring into me. She really saw me. Oh, okay. And so okay. this is really effective on people because that's how people want to feel. Right. Like seen. Yes. And Validated. So she became big on YouTube around this time because again, she was being different than a lot of the people out at the time. So mm-hmm. think like... Um, what's her name? Gabrielle. What's her face? Oh, Bernstein. Yes. Think like that aesthetic. Yeah. Right, right, right. A little on the toxic positivity side, a little on the not real life, a little too crunchy. Yep. 
like holier than thou a bit. Yeah. I don't have a problem with Gabby Bernstein. I'm just no, saying no, like no. that sort of aesthetic and yeah. that sort of feel was big. Yes. She was anti that. She was dark. Yeah. Teal was like, let's yeah. talk about hard stuff. Everything is not fine. Like, and so people loved that because it was very different. Mm-hmm. She also, so this is like 2011 when she's getting big on YouTube. Okay. There's like this big boom at the time in people taking in spiritual influencers. Like this is the thing in 2011. Right. Uh, the business of coaching becomes huge. Mm-hmm. Everyone becomes a life coach. Do you remember this? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> She uses, like, I think it's called SEO. Okay. So, like, there's all these articles about how she she did hire a team. And, like, the videos became, like, good quality. She was churning them out at this huge high rate. Oh, like, was, for the internet. SEO for the internet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was, like, getting onto, like, specifically people who had just watched videos about aliens or suicide or, like, not the typical way that these intuitive spiritual influencers were getting to people. Right, but those are all really vulnerable people. That's exactly That's the I problem. Think. Like, it's, I get that you're not, like, the love and light, happy bullshit thing. I get that. I actually appreciate that. But not if you're then, like, preying on vulnerabilities. Yes. Exactly. So in one of the articles I read, it was talking about who she targeted and like the search words. Mm. My, I'm going to tell you what they are, but I want I want to be transparent in that I couldn't confirm the, oh. how this person actually knew this. Okay. But knowing the material that Teal puts out and the people she's targeting, I feel, I feel pretty confident that it's right. But okay. as a researcher, I could not, I'm going to tell you guys when I can't confirm stuff. Right. I couldn't fully confirm this. Okay. Okay. The words were suicide, aliens, conspiracy theories, depression, and anxiety. Awesome. Okay. It's awesome. So again, Ugh. think of all the other spiritual influencers. They're right. not using these words. No. They're like using like, Self-development, meditation, right? Empowerment. Yes. Right. Okay. Teal is also really well known for her videos, controversial videos on suicide. Yes. That's in the... It is. The deep end also. As someone who I'm not, I never ever claim to be a mental health professional. I'm not. But I have worked around a lot of them and worked with a lot of people who have dealt with suicide, been suicidal, Mm-hmm. All of that. The way she talks about it without knowing the condition of the person watching is alarming. I, I mean, criminal? Yeah. She I tells mean, them I, to picture it. Correct. Which is a technique for the right person. That you do under supervision yes. with someone walking you through it. You don't do it on a YouTube video, not knowing who's on the other side of the computer, exactly. if they're alone, if mm-hmm. they're how suicidal they are, mm-hmm. how badly they're feeling, what access they have to guns or med- like it's wildly inappropriate, and I would say criminal. Yeah, you also don't know the age. No, like it's it's very. It, I would agree that it's criminal, but at the very very least. You have to admit it's irresponsible. Incredibly. So wherever you fall on that, you can go look. The, the videos are still up. <laughs> she has yes. ta- She's taken some down. She has not taken that down. No. It's like a hill she'll die on. So I'm just... You can disagree with that. You can say 
listen, I think the way she talks about suicide is refreshing and good and blah, blah, blah. I watched many videos where mental health professionals defended her and somewhere they said she was the worst. Right. So all of it. Mm -hmm. You can, you can park on whatever side you want of this. Mm -hmm. What I want you to hear is that the way she's talking Mm -hmm. has no regard for the person listening. It is only to make herself look a certain way. Exactly. It's about how she's presenting and sounding. It's any time you are watching a YouTube video or going to a retreat or learning from anybody, if they are centering themselves in every conversation, if they are saying they are the magical one, not you, they have all the answers, not you, Mm -hmm. they are not sparking your intuition or using theirs. Correct. That is not intuition. No, no, it's not intuition. Even if I believed I had more answers than you about you, mm-hmm. I would never go in with that attitude towards you. You actually do have more answers about <laughs> me than me, but, I but you never act like that. But you I, never but I act actually like that. don't. Like, here's the thing. My only intuitive access to you is through you. Right. What I, what we open ourselves up to. Yes. Right. And I could say the most wildly right thing Mm -hmm. and unless it connected to you it will not help you yeah it won't hit right so it doesn't actually matter who has more answers or not and you can see in this documentary that even in sort of the interpersonal relationships that happened in this like strange compound i don't know like it's this weird again it's very culty it's like someone Mm -hmm. surrounds themselves with people who have to literally devote their entire lives to her. I mean, she calls it her business manager, her PR person. She gives them like business titles, but they have to live with her and they have to give their whole lives over to her. But let's be real. They have to worship her. uh, Yes. Yeah. And like every conversation that you see, that's like, like not at, not during a retreat, not during a session, just like in the kitchen, everything is about her. Exactly. And if you are ever around something like that, even if there's someone like Teal who has some gifts, says some correct things, right? you are in a dangerous position. Right. Now, the other thing I have to point out here, I have a lot of other things to point mm-hmm. out, but specifically here, is the power dynamic. Yeah. Okay. So when you are helping people, let's say in, in, in the spiritual sense, okay, right? You want to make sure that you have a mix in like a retreat atmosphere Mm. of different power dynamics. You want people challenging you. You want the person with their arms crossed. You want the person who would eat up anything you say. You want all of it because you want everyone to find some sort of middle. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. You've been in plenty of rooms with retreats. The dynamic of the group is incredibly important. Yes. If you want to have healing happen, there has to be a certain dynamic And the person leading has to create it in like the first few seconds or it's never going to really get anywhere. Right. Okay. That's why you see people come out dancing and loud music and like all of that is on purpose. Right. Okay. When you watch this documentary and you see the people around Teal, the people who work for her and Mm -hmm. the people who are on the retreat learning from her, they are all people who don't feel powerful Mm -hmm. and think I can't be powerful. So I need to be around someone who's powerful. Right. Every single one of them. Just like by proximity. Yes. Right. So 
I'm not like that. I'm the opposite of that. I think I'm the most powerful person anywhere, <laughs> and I'll take care of it. You just like I'll right. own it. You right. know, give me all the control, whatever. Right. I believe that I'm powerful. Right. Okay. Some people's relationship to power is that they don't feel like they can ever be powerful. Right. Okay. So instead of fixing that for people, mm-hmm. she uses it to her advantage. Yeah. There is no one around her that has the same look as her, that is as tall as her, that... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. She does this on purpose. Yeah, it's very intentional. There are no other people around her who are better at something that she's not. Right. These are all red flags. Across the board. Across the board. Now, there is a, a moment where... Another moment where she's challenged mm-hmm. that I wanted to bring up to you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sure viewers who don't understand how to do this kind of work with people would pick up on what happened. Okay. So it's the moment where I believe his name is Amir is talking to her and saying like, he's all good. He doesn't actually need any help. He's And he's, he gets to the point where he says, I think I'm just here because I'm sexually attracted to you. Yes. Okay. Do you know this moment? Yes, I do. Teal loses her fucking shit here. Yes. Pardon my French. No. Don't no. pardon it. No. It, it's We're not pardoning it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no pardon. <laughs> it tracks. Okay. So basically, he's doing the thing, which is something people do all the time. Mm-hmm. When they say, oh, I don't really have any issues. Right. I'm actually good. Or a very similar thing is the thing that's wrong with me is so mysterious that no one will ever figure it out. Yeah. It's like a big deflection. Yes. This is anyone who knows how to do this work. Mm -hmm. When somebody does one of those two things, they are hiding something major. Right. Probably an addiction that they're ashamed ashamed of. Right. Okay. Like drugs, alcohol. Like I'm going to immediately go to those two things. Okay. He is doing that so clearly to Mm -hmm. her. And instead of when he, what he does is like she pushes him in a good way. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he pushes back by saying, I think I'm just here because I'm sexually attracted to you. It's not true. He's trying to deflect again. Right. And it works. He beats her. He does. All she had to do was very gently push back beyond that. Because what I always say is like, you didn't put yourself in front of me if unless there was something you wanted to work on. Right. So tell true. me tell me where we start. Like it's not that difficult. And no, you slow right. walk people to the big issue mm-hmm. and you keep connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. She couldn't do it. No, and she let it snowball. It was like like angry phone calls and like her yelling at her team about it. It is anybody who's listening who's a therapist, I know will understand this. And anyone who does healing work will probably get it too. Mm-hmm. That there is this kind of moment where especially men mm-hmm. who don't haven't had a woman in their life that they feel a strong connection to. Mm-hmm. All right. I, as soon as he said that, I was like, mommy issues. You see later he does. Exactly. Yeah. That's a whole hard whole show, other thing. Whatever. Right. Um, that would be my first thing because it's like this thing where they kind of fall in love a little bit because they're being seen and heard and vulnerable in front of a woman. This right. is so common and she takes it so weird. And my, my thing is this is such a red flag because right. this is something that people who do this work know how to handle very easily. It should have been a no-brainer. But because she can't actually do anything that's outside of herself, and this is someone who like disrupted her power dynamic mm-hmm. for a minute, mm-hmm. instead of excusing herself, pulling herself together, and coming back, right. she flipped out. Right. And again, made it all about her. All about it her. It didn't have to be like that. Yes. I want to talk about her aesthetic. Okay. So do you want to describe the way Miss Teal Swan presents herself, like her look and her vibe? Well, I mean, she's a white woman. Yeah. Um, she's long, straight, 
brown hair. Very long. Very long hair. Yeah. I mean, she tracks for me as that sort of spiritual. Yes. She dresses in long, flowy. Caftans. Yes, but also like very formal gowns. Yes. So it's almost like she's trying to be part Stevie Nicks, Mm. part like red carpet actress. But almost part like like Buddhist monk robe, right? Yes. It's this weird aesthetic. And something that really jumps out to me is the way she uses her hair when it comes to body language. Mm. Okay, so she does this thing with her hair constantly mm-hmm. where she like, she does like a that big Flip. side part and she like flips it over to the side mm-hmm. and like does it without breaking eye contact. Yep. I would just like to say that's, some people think that's flirtatious, which it could be. But oh. what she's using it for is is manipulation she's dominating the people around her constantly she does this eye contact creepy smile that a lot of keith ranieri did a lot Mm -hmm. where she like challenges you and then does that smile and flips the hair and she does it so much that i'm it it's insane it feels like she's almost like switching personalities yes like she flips her hair and it's like she's going into like dr evil mode or something (laughs) yes you know really unnerving yeah the other thing I'll say about witnessing her in the documentary is that she never comes out of the same state. Interesting. Okay, so I'm going to use myself as an example here, but I by no means think I am on the level of having a following like Teal Swanner. I'm just using myself as an example because right. I know you've witnessed it. Yeah. The version of me that is on when I'm like leading a group on stage versus the version as soon as I'm not are different. Yes. It's not inauthentic. No. But it's different. You you're not supposed to operate in that state all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's alarming. Yeah. Okay. Anyone who's ever spoken in front of a group of people, I think knows what I'm talking about. It's exhausting. Yeah. And as soon as you're done, right, you shift into this other place. Right. She's never shifting. So what does that mean? To me, it's just this, it goes back into that God complex thing. Like she really does think that everything is like revolving around her and that she is this like, whatever the image she created for who she wanted to Mm -hmm. seem like on video, she has just become all the time. So like that to me tracks is even more scary. And I'm, and I'm not saying this to like shit on her. I'm saying this because I'm so terrified of people falling for this yeah and falling victim to this yes but like if it was like this big act or this big show and she was going on stage and putting on this face and tricking people and duping them that's bad enough but that's but the fact that yeah but and and also just not as terrifying (laughs) the fact that she lives there she believes it she fully believes it that's actually more terrifying but i think it's actually more believable Yes. If you're a potential victim. Agreed. So it it scares me more for people who are going to buy it. Yes. I mean, the thought of somebody, anybody, but somebody who worked for me thinking that I had, like, I was Jesus-y or the Pope, like people refer to her. Oh, God. Would be so uncomfortable and mortifying to me that I could never have them work for me. Same. So the fact that that's her MO all the time 
is just it tells you how disillusioned she is right that's what that's who she surrounds herself with yes yeah i have some stories to tell you about her Mm. before we get to them i just (laughs) want to play one clip okay so this is from a video it's like a group video like a or like a mashup okay and it's called like teal's wackiest moments this is from YouTube or something? This is from YouTube, yeah. I could play the whole thing, and maybe I'll post the link to the whole thing because mm. there's so much craziness, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to play one little part so that you could be like, okay, this is clearly not somebody who I feel like I want to be taking a lot of advice from. Okay. Okay, so the quality of this video is not amazing, mm-hmm. but I just want you to hear her talk about herself a little bit. Ready? Yeah. There's always been super jealousy issues relative to relationships that I've been in too, especially because of the way that I wield my power around men. That's never really popular, you know. It's kind of hard when you get with certain women to, you know, dress like you normally would. And for me, that's like super sexy outfits. And I can't tell because I'm in spiritual mode, but like, you know, my idea of an awesome outfit, and anybody who's run into me in the weekend will tell you what the hell, you know, because I'm like, I'm in like push-up bra, Victoria's Secret mini dresses with like stiletto high heels, I love that. So, it gets really hard though to go out in outfits like that with girls that feel sort of crappy about themselves and to have the relationship go good afterwards when you're the one getting all the attention from men. So, you know, people who are in my position tend to, to stack men. Where it's like, I'll have the current one and then 16 backups just in case that guy fails because I feel so unsafe in the world that if one of those, you know, systems fails, I gotta have a backup type of thing. The level of expansion is insane. So if you watch the average person every month or two months in this spiritual community, they're Mm -hmm. having a kind of revelation that changes their life. For me, it's every day, if not every other day. Okay, stop. I mean, it's kind of hard when everybody's being compared to everyone else, and there's this ideal you have to fit to appreciate the individual beauty of one woman versus another woman, especially when you're more the stereotype that society finds attractive. She's somebody who feels really terrible about the way that she looks. You know, she's overweight. And she's, she would be, normally, you know, I thought our relationship was going to be terrible because she would be the kind of person who most people would think there would be a major jealousy issue and we'd not get along. Ironically, she's like, she, she goes, Teal, I'm always best friends with the pretty girls. Why? Because I like to hide. Um, <laughs> no. No, thank you. So I, I know that that's a lot and the video, like, cuts and so it's hard to just hear. But I need you to hear how everything she's talking about, this is her being interviewed. Right. Is about herself and how wonderful and beautiful and that she is. And that's not, even if you're being interviewed to like promote yourself or to to promote a program or a podcast that you're hosting. Right. You, you, healthy people don't always talk about themselves. No. And they don't put other people down. Like you don't drag other women being insecure in. You don't. The end clip I played where she was saying someone overweight. She was talking about someone who worked for her. Yes. As if being overweight is bad. Like, this is not some somebody who has done her own work. <laughs> no. No. Okay. In the in the when she was saying that she's doing all this self-work and this expand the expansion. Like that, even if you are doing that, again, that's not how you talk about it. Exactly. Exactly. So Listen, if you Uh, think this is bad, it's going to get a lot worse, okay? 
because we, we need a break. We're going to take a break. <laughs> Jamie need a break. needs a break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about some of the stories that she claims of things that happened to her. And stop reading my notes. Okay, I'm sorry. So She's reading my notes. <laughs> no, like I was staring into the, into the <laughs> void. I've tapped out. <laughs> some of them are so crazy. I will tell you the ones I could confirm, she said, and things I couldn't. I will be completely honest, but I need you to stick around and hear these stories because if you were still on the fence, you will now see that this is not a stable person. Okay. All right. So let's let Jamie have some coffee and we'll be right back. (laughs) We'll be right back after this short break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Heather, it's season four. We're here for another season and we still have our favorite sponsor, Restoration Coffee. What coffee are you drinking these days, Jay? It goes back and forth between a Rachel and a Paige. I'm still drinking my Americanos. So if you want a fantastic cup of coffee to go with listening to the IGG or any other podcast that you might listen to, check out Restoration Coffee. You can go to their website. It's restoration-coffee.com. Check it out and tell them that the Intuitive Girl sent you. Yeah, can't go wrong. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather. So we're following up this obsessed segment Mm -hmm. with another one from another one. Yes. Which is when we talked about synchronicities. Yes. And what would happen if you actually, you know, not just noting synchronicities, but like tracking them, paying attention to them. Yes. So we did it. Yeah. I will confess that I only lasted three days of actually writing them down. I only lasted one day of writing them down. We attempted a week. It's, it's, the, it's just the actual logistics of like getting a pen out or like opening up your notes in your phone. Like, yes. I also found a lot of these happened while I was driving. Yes. So I, I couldn't yeah. physically track them. It's just not always a convenient time right. to write it down. But I do think people should try this. I agree. Even if you're just like overly paying attention to them. Yes. It's, I already drink this Kool-Aid. Same, same. So I was not being convinced of anything, but I was blown away so was i because there wasn't an hour of a day like there wasn't a from this hour to this hour Mm -hmm. from the five to the six to the seven to whatever right where there wasn't at least three or four i agree i had the same experience and they were little yeah and a lot of the synchronicities i'm not sure other people would describe them as but it was Mm. like this people kept talking to me about a similar topic Mm -hmm. or i kept hearing about this 
X or Y thing or the same message or the same word. Right. Same. Now, I have a slightly funny story that involves Courtney from Restoration Coffee. Shout out. Courtney. (laughs) I was telling her Mm -hmm. about the original Synchronicities Obsessed segment. Right. So I mentioned it to her that we had been, like, we were recording. This was the topic. This was the obsessed. She Mm -hmm. likes to get, like, a heads up. It's like a special in. Insider sneak peek. Exactly. Okay. So I'm telling her this. And she then decides to look up the word synchronicity because she doesn't exactly know what I mean. She doesn't tell me this. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So she's like, okay, I'll look it up later. I'll just pretend I know what Heather's talking about. Happens to us a lot. A lot. So then the part where people think, pretend they People just go along, right, exactly. Just go along with what I'm saying. So then she's at a coffee event with my husband Mm -hmm. and somebody says the word. Oh, see, that's a synchronicity. So she looks it up and then sees them everywhere. Of course. Like there's a literally a synchronicity about the word synchronicity. synchronicity. So I just love it. So the thing that I want to make really clear is that a lot of the synchronicities weren't necessarily magical messages. Mm -hmm. They felt like almost like a mirror being held up of what I was like consciously churning around. Well, and not to make you divulge too much information. (laughs) You can can just sort of talk around the details, but Mm -hmm. like, I think when people in this community, right, they say, the universe is always talking to you or your guides or your angels or whatever you call it, mm-hmm. that they're always showing you things like next steps or maybe a, a, a better path to take or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think unless you start really looking at it like this, I think even people like us who are very aware mm-hmm. miss a ton of redirection. Absolutely. You had that happen to you where you yes. were like, should I do X, Y, or Z? Yes. And if and I don't know that you would have picked it up. I wouldn't have picked up all of them. Right. I would have picked up the big some ones. of them. Right. Exactly. The one million little nudges right. and signs were almost overwhelming. Right. Like I got teary a few. I'm mm-hmm. like getting a little. Bit you are now. Yeah. No. Exactly. Because it's like that whole idea that like the universe is actually always responding to you. Right. I don't think people really get how deeply true that is because, and this was my like major complaint (laughs) is that we're sold that intuition is supposed to be this big poof. Yes. This big revelation moment. Like where it shifts the axis of your life. Right. Right. So unless it's that, unless it's this big dramatic moment. Yeah. We don't even track it. Absolutely. But it's the opposite. Right. It's in all those little moments. All of them. That's why when people say to me, like, it's so weird that you're both intuitive and into, like, body language. And I'm like, then you don't understand intuition. Right. Because intuition is just a different level of paying attention. Right. So when you're paying attention to synchronicities as an intuitive, empathic person, you are going to pick up on so many more than everybody else. Right. And the amount that you probably write off yes. or just don't clock yep. is insane. Yep. I had a ton of, I think I had more like spirit messages. Yes. Like I had so many swooping birds. Yes, you did. To the point where I was actually photographing my other one of my other jobs is as a photographer. As a variety person. Jamie has, has many five hats. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> 
this actually wasn't a job. I was volunteering. Um, and I was taking a photo of um, a class at my son's school. Yeah. And I had seen a bunch of birds swooping on the way in. I was tracking them, noting them. And as we were setting up, I saw a bird swoop. And then literally when I picked the camera up to take the photo, a bird swooped in front of my camera in the middle of my shot. (laughs) And I was like, uh, uh," and I couldn't say anything to anyone. Like I I was just like, oh oh God. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, but when you're paying attention, Mm -hmm. Yes, obviously I would have noticed a swooping bird sh- like getting in my shot. Right. Right? But like But you might have just been annoyed by it. Right. Instead of realizing it was some sort of message. Right. There's you. like a a real awareness. Yes. Yes. I I think the awareness is important. I think paying attention to messages about stuff that are just telling you like maybe you need to let this go, Heather. Yes. It seems that you're thinking about this too, too much. much. <laughs> <laughs> Even little things like mm-hmm. those aren't the messages people want. People no. want like dead grandma to tell them that they should do job X. Yes. But like really a lot of the messages are just again just like saying like this is where you should look. Right. Exactly. Which is honestly the best message. Yeah, it's like over here. Yeah. Look over here. Okay, so I would love it if our listeners did this and told us how Mm -hmm. it went. I have heard from a few people that they had a similar experience as us, like couldn't keep up with it, like writing all of them, Mm -hmm. but were blown away when they really paid attention. I would like Courtney to do it. Can we hear back from Courtney in particular? Courtney, (laughs) get on it. Just for like a half a day. Yes, I I think people will be shocked. Okay. Even even the most non-spiritual, holistic intuitive people try it agreed report back please all right jamie's had some sips of coffee yes i have my blueberry maple oat milk latte from restoration coffee yes indeed she's taken some deep breaths Mm -hmm. she still doesn't want to hear any of these stories but she's she's gonna i mean in sort of like a perverse way i kind of want to know like like sort of like you can't look away from a car accident but i mean i'm i'm bracing i mean i think i've already sold you on the fact that she's dangerous no, no i'm the show sold okay. <laughs> like, I w- <laughs> you're already on that team. yeah yes but for anyone still questioning or thinking maybe you can come back from this mm-hmm. this is what we need to talk about okay okay now before i say any of this i have to do one of my disclosures and i i know that you'll be paying attention to the ethics of all of it okay because i feel like especially right now it's kind of a sensitive time about not believing um, victims of sexual abuse or any kind of abuse. Yes, agreed. That's okay. Am- right. So I am not trying to down like if if some of this stuff happened to her, mm-hmm. then maybe it did. Okay. My intention is to show you that she's a liar. Okay. Not that maybe maybe some of this stuff is true. Okay. But she's not presenting it honestly. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. also trigger warning. I wanted to play you some videos of her talking about this stuff, and I, I it, in good consciousness, could not. Oh, really? It's so disturbing. So I'm going to okay. do my best to talk about it, and we're going to try to make light of it, not to be disrespectful to people who have been through trauma, mm-hmm. but to present this in a way where we stay with the intention of exposing Teal Swan. Right. Okay. That's the best I could do. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Okay. Teal claims that she was recruited into a cult by a veterinarian um, that was a family friend. Okay. She claims 
I found evidence of this. I will tell you what I don't have evidence of and what I do. Okay. Her specifically saying it. I found some accounts of her saying she was recruited at age three, age five, age nine, and then just as a teenager. She's saying all those different all ages. All the different ages. Okay. The profession of the the person who is her... Abuser. Abuser, thank you, changes also. Okay. But the most common one I've heard her say is that he was a veterinarian. Okay. Okay. He, she says that she was recruited into this satanic cult and was a sex slave mm-hmm. and also that she saw two young children sacrificed what as a part of this cult okay i have found both clips of her saying it and articles on her own website saying that okay okay she claims she was in at the cult the most commonly between ages 3 and 19 okay but also claims that she had, like, loving parents. No. But then also claims that her growing up was abusive. Okay. So there's a lot of not the same story being told. Now, just because there are different ages said or a few different accounts doesn't mean that someone's lying. When it comes to trauma, that's not necessarily true. Well, when it comes to trauma, it's normal to have discrepancies because your brain it can't organize the facts and the events that happened to you. Right. So even if all of this is true, and as a trauma response, she's just like m- misinterpreting or misfiling the information. Yes. That's fine. Yes. But you don't get to be in charge of other people's healing. Yes. If you're still in that state. If you still can't manage the information and the experiences. Yes. Right. Okay. I found video of her claiming this. Also video of her defending this story. Okay. So I can confirm that she claims this. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is weird and gross and disturbing. Okay. She claims that as a child, she was sewn into a dead body. What? Then forced to have sex with the dead body while the person watching ate parts of the dead body. What? What? I'm not trying to laugh because, but I'm just like, ugh. Listen, if that happened to her, mm-hmm. that's horrific. Right. Horrific. Right. I also found a video where several different morticians said none of that is possible. Possible. Okay. You cannot be sewn into a dead body. You can't have sex with a dead body in the way she's explaining. You couldn't actually eat a dead body like the way she's describing raw as she goes into disgusting detail. Holy shit. Okay. You don't have to research that hard to find these videos if you don't want to believe me that she says this for whatever reason or you want to check it out yourself. But again, I considered playing it for you, but no. was like it's too Much. disturbing the way she talks about it, and I needed to be able to control how it was being said. And does she use that like dead voice when she talks about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stare to the camera. Yeah. No affect. No. And Ugh. she uses it as why she should be the one to help people because she's been in the darkest of places. And so she is therefore qualified to help everyone. But then she's also admitting that that she's better than everyone. She gets no help from anyone. She gets no mentoring from anyone. Yeah. So how can you be in the darkest depths of 
hell, mm-hmm. trauma, mm-hmm. and pull your, you can't pull yourself out of that. By yourself? You cannot pull yourself out of that without professional help. In like years of it. Uh-huh. Also, I'd like to point out that if you were in a cult and are now being accused of leading a cult. Yes. You, that might be a red flag to check. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, or to be like, whoa. <laughs> right. That's the last thing I want to be because I was a victim to this. Uh-huh. Not dig your heels in. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Um, she also claims that at age 19, she was training nine and a half hours a day skiing. Now, this is, again, at the same time that she was in the cult, right? Or maybe she's just fresh out. Okay. Because it says three to 19 is the most common range I could find her give. Okay. Claims she was she placed fourth in the U.S. Telemark ski team and was training for the Olympics. You, you gave that a Google, I'm sure. I sure did. <laughs> So it looks like she did train mm-hmm. to ski. Okay. But she never placed in anything. And I even found a clip of someone saying, like, she was there for a little bit and then stopped. She did not train nine and a half hours. This is classic of this is classic of people that we that do this. She took it's a like fragments. Truth. Fragments. Yes. And then blows it way out of proportion. Yes. Okay. She also said that the supposed veterinarian who was the head of the oh, right. her abuser mm-hmm. okay he was the head of the cult and that her parents when she was a kid because she had such extrasensory perception yes thought she was crazy yes and did all kinds of things and like had therapists and psychologists and religious leaders and all this stuff and that this veterinarian was like oh i can help her and so they her parents <laughs> allowed her to go with him on the weekends all the time no. Okay. Red flag number one million in 25. It doesn't make sense. And, and this, there were clips of this in the first episode of The Deep End. Mm-hmm. And there's this like montage of... Yes, of her as a kid. Of videos of her as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had this moment where I was like, oh, I, I feel for her. Yeah. Like how many of us... Yeah have been the kid that no one understood all of us right i mean i think every human feels like that truly right worse than others but i think like if you're a really intuitive person and you have these abilities that people don't understand yeah you know what that feels like you do right but then but then it takes this turn that's what i mean like that's what's so hard about her is that there's there's all these like little pieces of like you can almost connect to her right and then Boom, she just goes the other way. But that's where the mental illness comes in. Agreed. It's like you you feel like you're watching someone who's really intuitive. Again, like we are not disputing her intuitive abilities. I mean, maybe the lengths of what she thinks that she has them. Agreed. But she's certainly intuitive. You can feel that. You can feel that on her. No denying. But... But then you're also watching her like wage this internal war with her own mental illness. Yeah. And you're like, I can't, I can't empathize with you anymore because no. now you're weaponizing it. And that's why you played those clips before of the, the wacky clips of her talking. Right. Because like, I just want you to see, I'm not trying to like put someone down. I'm trying to expose someone who's hurting people. No, I mean, this woman needs help more than maybe probably anyone we've ever spoken about on this Agreed. podcast. Like, Agreed. like we, she needs help. She needs it. 20 years ago. Agreed. But 
she should have absolutely no dealings with other humans, certainly not with humans who are questioning whether or not they still want to be alive. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She also claims that during this time they had to drink the blood of dead people and that this abuser veterinarian guy was good friends with the morgue mortician. mortician. And so that's how they got into the dead bodies and getting the blood to drink. Okay. Again, the morticians were saying, like, those people would be really ill. Uh, yes. And also there isn't, like, I don't know anything about morticianry. Is that how you say it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about being a mortician. Right. But I, what they were saying was, like, there isn't blood lying around. No. There are, like, laws about, like, disposal and yeah and safety. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. She also claims that she was a model at age 12 and, like, there used to be this very detailed bio that she had that was, like, up in some, like, model page to be hired. That's okay. Re- that's been taken down. Okay. And so what I, what I was looking at was, like, screenshots of it. Okay. Claiming that she, like, internationally modeled and traveled since age 12. Okay. The same time she was in a cult. In a cult. Into bodies. It's just a little... Much. Yeah. So you were a model, a professional skier, and an occult. And being like, and not just like a cult, like sort of a religious cult, which is bad enough, right? right. But it's just like in your schooling and on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. right? Like that's bad enough. But this sounds like horrific house of horrors type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not functioning yeah. if you're living this type of life. No. No. Right? And, and it's it's not okay to be this person who has like dealt with this trauma, clearly has is very against being taught by anyone. So hasn't done tons of work. I mean, mm-hmm. I found things that like she supposedly worked with this person and this person, but I couldn't I could not like actually confirm any of it. Okay. But all of the people that she are is like tied to are controversial on their own. Right. So it's very difficult to know. But then if you're making it up or exaggerating or not being fully truthful about it. Right. Okay. Also, if you have gone through trauma like this, and there's a, your your mission is to help the people with the trauma, mm-hmm. the way she talks about it isn't in a way that you're like, oh, someone who could relate to this. Like she really understands me. Do you know what I mean? Yes, okay. I do. You, there is a video of her addressing the lies, and it it's sort of at first I thought it was her addressing the podcast, the Gateway podcast about her. Okay. Or the documentary, but it was done five years ago. Okay. Interesting, a lot of the claims are the same. Same, right. But you can find very easily find this video if you just Google or like on YouTube search Teal Swan addressing lies. And she addresses all these stories and defends her position and has zero empathy for anyone questioning her. I encourage you to look it up. Shocking. She's also frequently accused of plagiarism. She gives me attracts. Rachel, she gives me Rachel Hollis vibes a little in this way that mm. she like very much recycles things other people say. Right. I've heard her say Tony Robbins quotes. I've heard her say like Mel Robbins. I've heard her say like all kinds of things as if it's hers and like post them online as if it's her quote and it's not or it's right. like one word has changed. Right. She also uses a lot of techniques that other spiritual people use. She's clearly been to Tony Robbins seminars right. based on the way she talks. You right. can tell yeah, you can. the way she conducts this the stuff. You know right. what I mean? Okay, I found a plagiarized article on healthguide.org that she had posted. Okay. But it had been taken down from her website, so I can't fully 
say that it was real. Okay. It looks pretty legit, but it looked like she just changed a few different words to describe a different condition, and it was with her branding. That's a lying. Okay. So when she's addressing the plagiarism, she claims that she's not plagiarizing because everything she gets is from the Akashic Records. No. <laughs> no, like no, no. Yeah. Explain what the Akashic Records are. So the Akashic Records are like... <laughs> It's like the book of everything. Yeah, we've talked about them before. It's basically like if you tuned in, you could look through all your past lives, everything that's ever happened. You could like tune in and gain access to this. It's called different things in different cultures. The book of life, like you said, like it's basically access to intuitive information. Or it's, or like what you might call like the matrix. Exactly. Like it's like everything, every yes. bit of information. Yes. In infinity. So there are people who do like Akashic record healing sessions mm-hmm. with people where they tune into this to like figure out something in a past life that you went through or why something might be going on. Okay. I, right. I don't have a problem with the practice. Oh, no. I have a problem with using it to get out of plagiarism. No, because no, stop it. Because she's <laughs> saying that she's tapping into the Akashic records and like downloading this particular article that's not how that works right the information so oh the article that's how they got it too like do you know what i'm saying yeah, but you're like, taking some human's words not just like info from this like other yeah realm right right like you're literally just copying and pasting yeah that's not the akashic records exactly stop it yeah at least if you're gonna claim that change it enough i mean We're- but this tracks for someone who thinks they're above reproach who thinks they're smarter than everyone and this is what we keep circling back to this is why she's so dangerous right she's conning herself as much as she's conning everybody else she believes it to be true like every other cult leader yes can you imagine because i know this has happened to you and it's happened to me where people get this sort of like like fangirl about you where they don't really see you as a person they Mm -hmm. see you as like magical Mm -hmm. because you have some sort of intuitive way of helping people Mm -hmm. people do this to like professional athletes too as if they're superhuman right you have an ability that i don't have right kind of thing and can you imagine wanting everyone to look at you like that no it's the it's not a good feeling it's not it's not something that anyone i know enjoys that's why celebrities get burnt out that's why they like hide away and you never see them for years because the energetic load yeah of someone of people looking at you like that and expecting that much and and trying to pull pull from you that much oh. is exhausting i got some really amazing advice early on when i started doing this work mm-hmm. and it was i didn't understand at the time i 110 percent understand it now mm-hmm. it was it's not doing the work that will burn you out. It's mm. managing your own image of yourself that will burn you out. Ah, that's a good point. That is 100% true. Yeah, Because true. when you're doing this work, like, Jamie, if you're doing a Reiki session, or mm-hmm. if I'm in a session with someone helping them through something, we do this weird thing where we're not at all in tune with our own selves. Right. You have to take yourself out or you would just be triggered a hundred thousand right. million times by whatever is happening in the session. Right, right. Right. You would center yourself. Yes. You do this. It's very natural. It's not hard to do where you kind of take yourself out of it mm-hmm. to the point where like when you come back in, you realize that you've had to pee, like you're about to pee your pants. You become like an observer. Yeah. And right. like suddenly you're back in your body and you're hungry and thirsty. You, you right. literally weren't any of those things when you're doing the work. Exactly. It's weird. Right. 
If you don't ever return out of that state, you are not going to be okay. No. She's not ever coming out of that. And she's never okay. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. There's a whole thing on that follows her where former clients or followers of her committed suicide and their I know. families blame Teal. I know. I know. How do you feel about this? Because I have like mixed emotions about it. Really? Yeah. What's mixed about it? Okay. First of all, she's incredibly irresponsible. And the way that she handles the stuff is so arrogant and disgusting mm-hmm. that I do think she should reroute. I think she should take it in and, and do better. Yes. Okay. I do get a little, like, hackles get a little raised mm-hmm. when someone's like, well, someone watched a YouTube video by someone and it made them do this. Like, Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. With, with Teal, if it was just Teal, I would say, yeah, I hate it. Like, she sucks. Right. It is her fault. Right. Or she has some role in it. Yes. But if it was anyone else, I think I would be defending the person. Like, well, you can't blame all the advice that the person gave. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's a tough line for me. I mean, I think it comes down to watching how flagrant she is. Agreed. When talking about it, yeah, that I can't yeah. defend her. Yeah, I mean, I think it, you know, if you're talking about like, do you blame rap music for people right. like committing crimes? Right. No, you don't. Right. But you're also talking about a person who's dealing with people who are admittedly very vulnerable yeah. and very susceptible and right. not well. Yeah. And she's just like barging through not caring not caring even when she talks about these incidents there's mm-hmm. no remorse there's no. no i mean can you imagine being connected to that oh my god no i mean i know things that have happened to people that i had zero to do with and i feel somewhat responsible mm-hmm. like i don't but, even know them do you but, know what i mean yeah like, right it's, it's crazy but i put myself in the, the position of the parents and that yeah. or the spouse right like yeah. If, if it was my child or my right. spouse right. who was watching YouTube videos or, or was at some retreat yeah. and then decided yeah. that they were just going to start over, yeah, you know? And I think the thing with her that's so dangerous is that she calls suicide the reset button. Exactly. That's what I mean with the start over. Yeah. So she's talking about reincarnation. And right. All, I believe in reincarnation. Same. But to call suicide a reset button... As someone who's pretty tuned into like the whole other side and that kind of stuff is really inaccurate. I think that that's like a an understatement. <laughs> it's definitely an understatement. It's it's way more than inaccurate. It's it's dangerous. That's yeah. the problem here. Is that yeah. like again, I know we've said it over <laughs> and over again. Like I'm not trying to shit talk her. No, this is not like a gossip session. No, that you're talking about someone who's been blamed for people killing themselves Mm -hmm. like this is dangerous and no apology no i'm sorry no No, i'll change this no reach out to the family no do anything just heels dug in anger resentment she's mad she's pissed no one's understanding her godlike abilities to heal people exactly no haters come after the people who are so shiny it's all that yeah it's 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 incredibly dangerous i agree um i would like to say she calls what she does the completion process Mm -hmm. which means like that's what she calls working on limiting beliefs and like trying to remove them yeah 
just the name completion in doing this work makes no sense. Well, no. And also, if I'm suicidal, (laughs) the completion process is is encouraging me. Yeah. Right? To complete the process. Mm -hmm. To complete the reset. Mm -hmm. I know not everyone that she works with is suicidal. Right. But like... Yeah. that's dangerous but also just the average person working with her again that yeah. that's not how this works you don't just like fix yourself and you're done and the rest of your life you live in blissful harmony no it doesn't work like that and so she no. really presents it like that. she does yeah so she has a book i believe it's also entitled the completion process it is, yeah it is i tried to read through some of it <laughs> no thank you it was really rough mm-hmm. but what i will say is that it is full of Things from Carl Jung, Tony Robbins, people mm-hmm. like this who, I mean, again, I've talked about Tony Robbins. I'm not, I have feelings about him, but whatever. Many, many feelings. Good, bad, right. All over. Him. Right. He's, we have a shout out to him to call us so that I can set him straight. Like it's, it's fine. But I will say like, he is a pioneer in the field. Yes. Okay. So like these people and there's, it's as if she's downloaded it and I'm looking at a Tony Robbins technique, a Carl Jung technique. Like, so mm-hmm. Anyone who knows anything about this work is like, you didn't invent any of this. Right. It's very Keith Raniere to me. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's not to say don't use those techniques, but don't act like you're the inventor of them. Don't act like you're the God that that downloaded them. And then you ruin the gift of those techniques. Exactly. Because you do all this terrible stuff with it. And you're so irresponsible that for people who use it with good intentions and carefully. Safely. You're going to make it so no one can use it anymore. Exactly. Oh, it just drives me crazy. There's also a lot of talk that she's connected to a very controversial therapist called Barbara Snow. I could never find Teal herself saying she was connected to Barbara Snow. So I don't... Again, you can look into this for yourself. Okay. But Barbara Snow was indicted, I believe. I think she went to jail. I don't know. Because she. they found out she was placing fake memories in people's psyche about abuse what oh my god has also been accused of this i mean that tracks and a lot of fake memories so barbara snow to clarify a lot of fake memories about being in a cult as a kid and having like sex and like being sacrificed and all this kind of stuff like a lot of the same type of stuff same stories the same Mm -hmm. thing she's saying i cannot confirm to me it's like i have to hear a clip of teal claiming saying it it, right or an article that she wrote mentioning it and i couldn't find it i don't know if it exists or not but like i couldn't find it okay um two more things to tell you and then i'll let you recover from this madness i'm never recovering from this (laughs) There's not enough coffee in the world. (laughs) Maybe we need something stronger. Um, Okay. The first is that she also was like pretty well known for selling frequency paintings. Yes. That (laughs) for some reason stuck out to me. Yeah. And so what she would, (laughs) they were like $15. Go ahead. No, say it. Because to me, this is like, this is her first con. Yeah. It's like the first trick. Exactly. They look kind of like something out of one of those coloring books that you use to like meditate yes like an adult coloring book no they absolutely look like that okay yeah it's not like amazing art it's not anything like original no 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 okay so people would buy them yeah and what you're supposed to do is put it on your wall and stare at it for hours to Mm -hmm. heal sounds super effective yeah now is are there techniques that you can use with frequency healing yes are there 
like things that can be infused with Reiki and, and healing stuff. Absolutely. I believe all of that works. Have we discussed those in our frequency episode? Yes, yes we have. have. <laughs> <laughs> but does just blankly staring at it or just having it around help? Right. No, it does not. You no. have to actually do some work too. You have to actually heal yourself. Everyone who follows people like Teal yep. are the kind of people who just want someone else to have the answers and someone else to fix them. Yeah, because it's because it's too hard to put the work in. Yeah. Here's the thing, everybody. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Yep. Take a breath. No one has all the answers. There's not a fix for you. No. There are many techniques and things you can use to keep improving yourself and keep feeling better. Yep. That is 100% true. That's how you have to look at the world. As soon as you start going like, oh, this person has the the end answer and then I'll be better. Oh, this person has it or this person has it. You're in trouble. It's not going to work. That doesn't exist. Right. Well, because under capitalism, we've been taught that there's a pill to fix everything. Exactly. That there's like a one... Thing you can purchase yes. with money yes. to fix yourself. Yes. And when that doesn't work, then you purchase another thing to fix yourself. Exactly. Right? But that's not actually how this works. Mm-hmm. Like there are a million modalities yeah. that can help you heal yourself. Yeah. The journey, as corny yeah. as that sounds, yeah. is to find what your body, what your energetic field needs to heal. And then what it needs next. And then what it needs next. There's no and completion. Here. Exactly. There's no completion. There's always work. It's the spiral staircase. And it's it's not just capitalism. It's the patriarchy in general right. that has convinced you of this belief. Right. Religion itself is based on this idea. That something's wrong that you have to fix. Yeah, that you can go say right. confession or Hail Mary right. or whatever. Like, or that like if you just follow this path, you'll be right. good. And the thing is, like, that's not how it works. Right. The only way that you can do it is by taking stuff and and using your own intuition and doing your own work. And, like, taking a piece of this and a piece of that. Right. You should never listen to someone, even us, Jay, and think those people are always right. No. We did a whole episode correcting things that were wrong. Yeah. It's not about that. No one is 100% right. But listen and take in stuff and run it through your own filter and go... I resonate with this. I resonate with that. I like this. I mean, I think of the love languages episode we did. Yeah. We weren't a fan of the guy. I am not a fan of the guy. We didn't make him like, oh, everyone cancel him and stop. Just be aware of these things. Like some of this is good. I resonate with these few things. Mm -hmm. I don't like these few things. Mm -hmm. And then so many people told me like they felt the same way or they felt a little different or whatever. Mm -hmm. Great. Right. Excellent. As long as you have the info, you decide. But nothing should be... Exactly what this guy says. No. And nothing... Exactly what this girl says. Either way. Right. It's not like, oh, Reiki can heal every single thing in your life. Or, oh, um, acupuncture can heal everything. Or even just if you go to Reiki once a week, you'll be healed of all your troubles. Never. That's not how it works. No, never. So if you're being told anything like that, pay attention. Red flag. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, Lastly, I just have to say that Teal has been married, I think, five times. And one of her exes was in the cult Fellowship of Friends. Okay. So this is a really weird cult. We might have to do an episode on them. Okay. They, like, follow a couple of archangels, and they're Hmm. into, like, fine wine and dining. And, like, pioneered, like, a whole wine, like, clean wine movement. Oh, they sell wines? Well, I think they're they're gone now. Okay. (laughs) Because the leader was found to have 
been having sex with boys. Oh, God. All kinds of way more craziness than that. But again, I can't make a whole, I have to just like abbreviate this. He was a part of that cult. Okay. And then after him and Teal broke up, he was a part of the the forming of the Teal stuff. I believe he's the one who actually bought the place in Costa Rica that she is now. Mm -hmm. Now he started his own group. Great. So just, just, just what we need. I'm just saying, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, it's all shady. Okay, that's all I got. Do you want to say anything else about this whole journey? Do you think people should watch The Deep End? Yes, I yeah. do. With like, maybe with a cocktail. I mean, if that's safe for you. Yeah. Just listen. Do whatever research you need to do. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you don't ha- like we like we always say. You do not have to believe us. No. We are just presenting information to you. And in this case, we're presenting information that we are very concerned about. Yes. Very concerned. We're not trying to cancel anyone who we just disagree with. No. We're trying to get rid of people who are hurting people. No, we only come out swinging like this when we have real genuine concerns for people's safety. And that's how I feel watching this. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make fun of her followers. I'm trying to help them get out. 100%. So... I hope that's heard. I know they're going to come for us. Go ahead. I, I think I mean, this, this to me, the, the deep end is reminiscent, like you said, of the vow. Yeah. Where you're getting, it's not just like a smear of, of campaign, right? Yeah. Like she's in it. Yeah. She's on board with this project. So I, like, right. I think you're, I mean, obviously there's editing, obviously there's like, you know, framing that happens through like the art of film. Right. Yeah, right. But like, you can you can read you can pick up what they're putting down. I feel like we've presented enough stuff mm-hmm. that you can't you can't just like dismiss away everything. No, you know what even I mean? if you're just watching that with open eyes, there's yeah. no way that you could dismiss yeah. some of the things, even a fraction of the things. Exactly. If, so you know, tell us what you guys think. Just be careful, please, out there. I mean, yes. the, unfortunately, our community is is just full. Of people looking to take advantage of other people, looking to manipulate other people. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. But it really is the state of of where we are. And And that's why we're here. I've told you this before. I'm super concerned with how everyone has to be on the side Mm. of a team Mm -hmm. and just die on that hill. Right. There's nothing. There's like you're team amber or johnny like you're right you're politically 100 behind this person or 100 like everything is like on this side and i'll die defending this right and it's like how about we actually start problem solving and like going towards solutions and right. like fighting for the things we want to be different instead of being like no i'm on this team right and it's just concerning right and just because you're holistic or intuitive or in the in the wellness culture doesn't mean that you defend teal swan because exactly. she is too like you have to be able to question it all right you all have to look at everything all of it mm-hmm. and the thing is the way the patriarchy is continuing to survive mm-hmm. is by dividing us into teams so we fight each other right this isn't a team team teal team not teal right like this is hey we see that this person's dangerous. Mm-hmm. We're giving you a heads up. Be careful. Right. Because her her stuff is still out there. Yes. This isn't like after the fact. No, she's, she's still, still there. Yeah. She's not dead like Grab-A-Boy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Um, I think we should prepare for the people coming for us with more coffee. This doesn't bother me. They okay. can come. The, this, they it's can like come the for us. It's like the virtue stuff. Like whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. You heard, you heard other people. Right. 
I'm going to come after you and not feel bad about it. Right. And if you want to die on the hill of the person who hurts people, then that's up to you. Right. Hey, everyone. Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go on to whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.